What is up, everyone? I'm Michael Jewell, and welcome back to Theater A Greater Than Film, the show where we watch a movie, very unprofessionally critique that movie, and then try and do some narrative improv to one-up said, in this case, sexcapade trip of a bananas bonkers movie, bananas movie? Nobody knows. I don't know. But believe me, either way, we will fail every single time. Uh, before we get started, allow me to welcome my amazing partners in Yes Anding, my favorite kind of riffraff, Miss Keisha Mills. <laughs> Woohoo! Like, hold on, let me eat some chips. Yeah, that was... <laughs> 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 Hello, everyone. I'm here. Yeah, I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. How, how are you, Keisha? Sorry, I should have asked. How are you? I'm great. I'm having a swell day. It's Sunday. I'm feeling good. Yay, yay. And of course, let me welcome the Frank to my furter, Virginia Gabby. Yay. Hello. Wow. All right. Calm down, Virginia. Relax. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> We are excited because today we're talking about, I think, a movie everybody here really, really had a good time watching. We're talking about the cult classic and, again, absolutely bonkers orgy trip of a musical, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. And we have the perfect guest for this movie. We have the creator of The Love Circle and literal teacher on how to be sexy in improv, Miss Rhiannon Jenkins! What, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Rhiannon! Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, just quick backstory: uh, we hung out. Uh, I watched. I saw you on the Love Circle. You directed that, which is a great uh, improvised show uh, all around sexuality of all of its colors and shapes and sizes. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, I got to meet this person. We started chatting. I took your How to Be Sexy in Improv course, which was very fun. And but you uh, did not need Michael, by the way. Let's just let's be real here. Oh well, well, all right. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Goodbye, Virginia. Goodbye, Keisha. Looks like the show. <laughs> We'll go on with, no, it's like, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> so awesome. And then when I asked you like, hey, could you do one of the episodes? And I told you this, you're like, this is it. This is the one. Because uh, this movie one. fits in perfectly with your vibe because it's bonkers <laughs> and, it's, and it's all about sex. And I did not know either of those two things going into this movie. I started, <laughs> I, I just, I knew the time warp and I knew like some of the songs and stuff. So I just like, oh, this is like a wacky musical from the 70s, you know, a little like Coke driven musical. But when it gets, by the time it gets to the third act, I, my mind is like sexually exploded. I can't even <laughs> handle what I'm seeing anywhere because I, it was so far from my expectations. So uh, let's talk about it. We talk first impressions usually. So, Virginia, give me your first impressions on wow. this movie. I'm so excited we watched this movie. I think it's such a delightful, campy, send-up-to-be 1950s movies. You know, it's just a cheese fest. Also, in eighth grade, it was my sexual awakening. So, <laughs> um, so I, I kept making comments about the fishnets and things, but literally I watched it at a sleepover and was like, I'm starting to understand things about myself and the world. And oh. Did y'all sleep during the sleepover or was it just everybody hugging pillows the whole night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, then we just had our own orgy. Right. And, um, fishnets were all oh, over the room. So scandalous. So scandalous. <laughs> but yes, wow. I love it. It's a it's a campy romp and um 
I love that you were surprised that you didn't know it was a <laughs> basically a sex show. <laughs> I had no. I mean this. I mean this with all sincerity. I I I had no clue how deep the ra- the rabbit hole went as far as this. Keisha, <laughs> uh, tell me your thoughts. Uh, first impressions, Rocky Horror. This was a hot ass film, <laughs> and I never. I've never seen the movie, but I saw the play, and I love the play. So to watch the movie, I was like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. Oh, my God. You said the sex was overwhelming. I wanted more. (laughs) It was my first time, okay? You got to ease into those things sometimes. (laughs) Rhiannon, I I know you've seen this movie a bunch. Uh, What was your thoughts just watching it with us? Oh, it was... It was really nice to watch it with you guys, actually. Just, like, seeing new people take it on. Or, like, I mean, I know that, Kesha, you've seen the play, and Virginia, you've seen it a bunch, apparently. Um, But, like, yeah, Michael, watching Michael's reactions in particular was just fucking hilarious, because, like, every time, like, because you know that all the mad shit is coming. And Michael's like, what? What? And you're just like, this isn't even the best bit. There's going to be, like, 12,000 more outrageous things to come uh yeah it was great and i mean tim curry in fishnet is oh my and tim curry's like glossy mouth with the lip gloss And he's got, oh my. Let's just dive right in. Let's talk about this because that was, that's obviously the reason why this thing was as massive as as it is. I think it's, it's Tim Curry's performance uh, among, among, among many things, but that is among a crazy, crazy film. The biggest standout part is Tim Curry, like just at a hundred. And we talk about this on the show a bunch. When you go, like we, we did uh, Hocus Pocus, which is coming out and it's like Bed Midler when and she is full Winifred the Witch and she's just, you know, she knows the camera's rolling and she knows that she's ready to, you know, pull out all the stops. That's what Tim Curry is in this movie. And mm. it was awesome to watch as a budding performer, you know, starting to do this improv thing and seeing like, oh, those like the choices, the things. Uh, so, Rhiannon, tell me, tell me your thoughts, your feelings on Tim Curry, uh, uh, Dr. So- Frank and Furter. Yeah. So all of the things that, like, so, like you were saying, you came to the How to Be Sexy class that me and Steven Davidson ran. All of the things that we talk about in that class, he was like hitting to a thousand, like owning himself, like being confident, taking up space and being non-conventional and fully just being like, yeah, this is my body. I'm like a fucking seven foot tall guy and I'm gonna wear eight inch heels and fishnet and like have my hairy chest coming out of a corset. And like, and he was, and he's turned on by everything, which is like seeing people being turned on is a turn on. And like his fucking, even just the way he moves his eyebrow, you know, when he does the like shiver with anticipation. Oh, and the pauses and the, yeah, the way that he enunciates, he's got this really weird overdone, like plummy English accent, which shouldn't (laughs) really be sexy, but somehow really, really is. Oh, oh my God, Tim Curry. This is now a Tim Curry stand podcast, okay? (laughs) Yes, converted theater greater than film. Get the fuck out of here. It's just Tim Curry all day. Uh, Virginia, what did you think, Tim Curry, that, I mean, I will say one of the greatest entrances of a character (laughs) I've ever seen in film history. I will, I'll be real. Like, that's, as far as quality of memorability, like, it's that and, like, the T-Rex for me. (laughs) 
Jurassic Park or something. Oh, it is. It's iconic. And uh, I have to say, every time you see something else that's like homage to this movie, they always kind of do a very similar entrance. They never, you never change that entrance because it's such an iconic, like um, Laverne Cox did uh, a TV version and then Glee did it. And I think they all did the same entrance. It's that like iconic. Um, I also am big fan of Tim Curry in this movie. Tim, I just watched um, The Three Musketeers um, with my husband and Tim Curry is the bad guy in it and Ooh. it's just him smirking like over and over again in like a priest costume or something um and so I just let you like yeah I love like when his mouth opens really wide and it's just he mouth acts you know there's like hair choreography but he's like <laughs> mouth acting <laughs> I don't, I don't know like, why, but that's that's so tawdry, that phrase. <laughs> mouth acting. It's like, like, like something. Oh, my. Here. Yeah. Uh, Keisha, do I even need to ask what you think of Tim Curry? I mean, we've been. We've I mean, you watched. probably already know. But, <laughs> like, Tim Curry in this movie is, like, creepy sexy. Who's creepy sexy? No one. But Tim Curry was in this movie. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. You know who is creepy sexy? Alan Rickman. Snape. Oh, uh, you think so? Oh my god, yeah, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, uh, but as Snape? Uh, is he wearing a cape? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, well, I didn't realize that was a dumb question. I, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Fair enough, fair enough. So it's Tim Curry and Alan Rickman, and I will give you both of their voices, too, are oh my. a thing of beauty. Both of them have such such beautiful, unique voices. Yes, and speaking of voices, perfect segue here, what did we think of the voices of this musical? <laughs> I just kept thinking of Randy on um, American Idol. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, deep cut joke. We went to the 2007. I couldn't take it. Great songs, terrible vocals. Oh my god! It's a good thing you saw the play because you probably saw like actual theater performers. Well, cause, yeah, because yeah, I read that. Uh, obviously, this this was a play first. Uh, the writer of the play is Riff Raff, and I'm sure millions of people know that, so I don't need to like rehash common trivia. But uh, I didn't. I did find out that Susan Sarandon, uh, who plays Janet Weiss, and Barry Bostwick, who plays Brad, were. They were 20th Century Fox wanted Americans in this and if they were going to pay for this. So they got two young people who were on contract, probably doing like, you know, Western TV shows or something, you know, like, and they're like, we, we got these two people on contract. We're sending them to London. I hope they can sing. And it was, and they can't. We'll be, I'll be real. I'm sorry, Susan. I love you so much. I truly do. But oh, it, God. It, was, it was rough. Every time I have to hear anybody but Tim Curry and Meatloaf too. Uh, but, but except for Tim Curry and Meatloaf singing, I was like, I, I, it was, I was like, thank God there's so many corsets and so much like other things to keep my, my attention because the vocals were a little rough for a musical that is, I think, at this level of popularity for its music, which is uh, what... I don't know. Like for me, I was shocked because I did watch this movie and the music to me is like fourth on the list of like the interesting things of this movie now watching it. But coming coming from a, a place of not ever knowing about it, never seeing it, I thought this was like, you know, uh, uh, Lion King level of musical <laughs> or something. <laughs> I think it ain't. 
I think that that's part of its charm, though, is mm. this like, mm. it's just, it's, it's kitschy and it's bad. And that's why people want to like reenact it because there's so much like, you know, because they do the midnight showings and mm. actors kind of act along because it's so like, uh-huh. what? Susan's there's, so there's random. Something- <laughs> there's something a bit like improv about it as well like it's just you know how you can see improvised musicals with people who are objectively bad singers but yeah. you're sort of like I don't know I'm okay with this I don't I know why yeah yeah but I'm all right if they really commit and like you cannot say that Susan Sarandon mm-hmm. and what's his name Barry Bostwick yeah. damn it Janet don't commit I mean even yeah. the rhyming <laughs> structures like the rhymes are really like there's the uh, what is it that he says? It's like, um, oh, I'm so glad that you know, Dad. That sounds like they improvised that. That is not a. That's not a difficult rhyme, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. It's cute. That is such a good point because we do uh, when we, we when we see improv of almost any ilk, as long as it's it's not really like off the deep end, kind of kind of bad. As long as they're going, they're committing, right? The, the, mm-hmm. That is definitely the tenet we always say, where it's like, if you're committing, that's half the battle. And they, there is no doubt in this movie whatsoever that these people are not committing uh, in every way. The outfits, the costumes, the uh, nip slips, the um, the the intentional nipples, and the accident, <laughs> probably the millions of uh, accidental nipples that we didn't even see. Uh, even and I did read somewhere that for that little uh, raunchy scene with Susan Sarandon, they wanted to have her take her top off. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. Y'all are wacky as hell. Uh, so so, so we were this close to getting a Susan Sarandon uh, topless sex scene. Oh, damn it. Janet. Body was pretty banging. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, that's Ooh. a no. I said uh, Susan was hot. Susan was hot <laughs> as hell in this movie. And yeah. also she manages to be hot as hell in one of those like crap 70s bras that like has no oh, support yeah. and like massive white granny pants. But and that damn banging. slip she had on that was ripped half the time that she kept on for no reason but we don't have to talk about it she's still fine uh she is so fine she she was she was great. everybody was this is another one i think we're like uh uh three for three right now in this season as far as people who are just everybody's got a little like a, a thing for somebody in, in these movies watch black panther we all know how that went down i oh I'm, my. Still, I'm still cleaning my hard drive from all of the <laughs> dirtiness uh <laughs> It's a sexy season. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... All right, let's talk about one thing I, I think that's probably the biggest part of this movie. Uh, Keisha, I, I want to ask you, because you're the resident musician in this group. You're the one who does all the beats for <laughs> our rankings and all the beats for our theme songs. What did you think of the time warp? Give me, give me. Oh, if I only, if I was ready to do the, I was ready to do the dance. If I remembered all the moves, I was here for it. I'm, I was here for all of the music. Yes, all of the songs were great. It's so weird to me though that I found out the time warp was like a throw-in. They didn't they needed to fill time when they made the play. And so time warp wasn't even like and it 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 feels that way because if you listen to the I don't understand the the time warp aside from it being a white people's electric slide is <laughs> is there is no reason it should be in this movie there's no it's not like a in a musical usually like like it drives the plot and you know that's the whole point of a, mu- a song in a musical no nope, not this one this one's just hey yeah we're about to have a party <laughs> who's ready <laughs> and right people really love when you like tell them how to dance yeah it's, we it's are mandatory we, it is absolutely yeah. 
we, we are only we're only able to dance if we're if we're given instructions like the time warp the cha-cha slide the electric slide the fucking the saturday night thing the da 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 i don't know if that's a british thing macarena the ketchup song ketchup uh song. oh that that's might be a, they were like estonian oh my god you guys have to listen to it there's like these estonian or Latvian, like eastern european twins who did this song that was like you listen to it it's great but it has there's also there was a fast that. food song. There was a fast food song that was like a pizza hut, a pizza hut, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and a pizza. Hut. <laughs> they, they played that McDonald's, at weddings. McDonald's. Yeah, we only danced to those. What? Things, right? That's up. gonna be at your wedding, Michael. Hey, Am I gonna... <laughs> first dance? <laughs> first off, of course. <laughs> be like uh, McDonald's, McDonald's. I can. I, yeah, I don't even know. I uh, I don't even know if I want to go there. I just sometimes you just gotta let it be and let and let Estonia be Estonia. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, oh. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the the plot of this movie. Uh, oh, there is no plot, yes, Michael. Thank you, <laughs> saying, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> tell tell me what the fuck is going on in this thing. So it's a send up to B movie. So if you've listened to the intro song, they're like, Flash Gordon was there in silver underwear. Claude Rains was the invisible oh, man. Yeah. So it's setting you up for it being this, like the plot essentially would be similar to what's in a B movie that you used to sit in at a double feature for. Mm. And apparently those plots were pretty bad because it was like androids fighting. Oh, now we've changed to like gorillas, you know, that are super big, the size of buildings. <laughs> well, <those> <laughs> so... <laughs> So I think they set you up for the fact that like it's gonna be the most pointless plot imaginable to the point where I this is probably my you know whatever 75th viewing of this and I was picking up things that I hadn't noticed before. And I was oh like, right! Oh. Like what? What did you see that you were like, oh, maybe that was an attempt to try and explain well, this? Or something. I didn't. So I never really understood where Meatloaf came in. Like I was like, oh, this guy just kind of came in on his motorcycle and sang, and then he got killed. Spoiler alert! <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but then it turns out he, half his brain was used for the brain of Rocky. Oh yeah. And so he's got this cut across his head, and so he used to be the the golden child, but then Rocky came, and you know how and then. Frankenfurter is like everyone needs to fuck me and not everyone else, and then he like kills people for it. Yeah, and 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 I like that as an as a full <laughs> synopsis of this movie because I have a note in here uh, by Act Three that just says, "What the fuck is fucking going the fuck on in this fucking movie?" And <laughs> that was a com <laughs> that was a combination of of probably like four whiskeys down or something like that. But also, at this point, I'm like, I don't, I I genuinely the the small part of my brain, my little Rocky brain was trying to make sense of this movie and I, I, I like my brain was hurting from trying to put the pieces of this movie together and that's what you shouldn't do by the way out there if you watch this movie don't attempt to form a film out of this no. just sit back wear your corset and you know and those fishnets and just go for the ride because if you try to make sense of it you're gonna be disappointed in a movie that should not disappoint you at all 
Yeah. It's, yeah, I it's mean, not about plot. I did. I noticed a couple of things as well that I hadn't noticed before, like the 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 really consensually questionable scene where Frankenfurt is fucking everyone. Um, Oh my God. Pretending to be other people. Yo, like, this, by the way, as a side note, 2020, this movie no. is hella problematic in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it gets to but that point. I noticed, like, logistically, I always thought they were in separate bedrooms, but there's, like, a cut back to, like, a CCTV, and actually they're in, like, this sort of four-way, you know, like, the beds that have uh, netting over them. It looks like there's, like, four netting beds that have, like, a central tunnel, and that's how Frankenstein as like getting in and out of everyone so quick. But like, what the hell? <laughs> First off, getting in and out of everyone so quick is the exact like screenplay note when they're like, okay, okay, Tim, here's what we want you to do. We want you to get in and out of everyone so quickly. Here, go, action. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, uh, that blew my mind. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Let's talk, let's talk about what I think is the only, Keisha, <laughs> I want to ask you, because I think you and me, we both responded pretty big to this, is the only, like, semblance of a movie is when Eddie shows up, Meatloaf, right? Because that's, in my mind, that would be the antagonist to Tim Curry's protagonist for a minute, even though he was only there for a damn song, and then he's, uh, he's uh, part of dinner. Uh, what did you think of Daddy Jack Black, Keisha, when you saw Meatloaf coming through on the motorcycle? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even, I don't have, I was, what are my words? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how I felt the whole fucking movie. That's exactly what I was there were definitely that was a moment where I was like oh, so what's happening now but I don't think I was as stressed out as you were I just I already knew it was gonna be crazy so I was just sitting back and trying to enjoy so when you saw me... sorry go ahead go ahead Virginia. Oh, no, you go you're the host oh boy oh boy <laughs> oh these do you see what happens when you hang out with somebody for a year it just like all the, all the sauce comes that felt like a like like things <laughs> That felt like Thanksgiving dinner. That did not feel like, uh, you know, <laughs> that was like the sassy, like, uh, uh, political talk at the dinner table, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what I was going to ask uh, is, you've seen the play, so how did that translate for you as far as this character coming on? Did it did it, did it mesh the same way? Did you understand the, the characterization now? because I don't really recall Meatloaf. I'm sure there was a Meatloaf, but I don't recall him in the play. That's not what got me when I watched it at the play. I was so I was there for the dancing and all the shit they were throwing at us and all the yelling that the audience was doing. So so <laughs> oh, let me ask you that then. How does this movie translate to you when you've seen the play? Have, have, has anybody else seen the live show of this? Uh, no. So Virginia, what, did did it was it better live? I think so. I've seen it as a play, and I've seen like a midnight showing of it, where it's like the movie with the toilet paper and the putting the stuff on your head and like the kind of sing along style. Mm -hmm. I love it as a. I think it's quite fun as a stage show because I think maybe when you're sitting in a theater, you allow yourself to suspend disbelief or suspend belief, whatever it's called, <laughs> um, a little bit more than we allow ourselves in movies because in movies we're often uh, okay. showed so much stuff, but in plays we we're like the fabric is water and the you know we're a little mm. more like whatever um but i think the like singing and the throwing stuff makes it so fucking fun 
Yeah. Okay. So it's a different. It's a. It's a, like a a, a a more vibrant experience when you're oh, when yes. you're in the room when and everybody else is going bananas. That's probably why it's hard to to track every piece of pure insanity that this movie <laughs> is. Uh. Uh. All right, Rhiannon. I'm gonna ask you then. Help me understand this. Help me understand this as a movie. We're, uh, you know, you've you're, you've directed. You've taken. You're, you know, this is what you've gone to school for, right? <laughs> yeah. This particular this movie, this yeah, movie. degree in this Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a Rocky Horror Picture Show PhD. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ask me a question. <laughs> so help me, uh, as as you would as an English person might say, bloody understand this movie. <laughs> No, we wouldn't say it that way. We'd say, help me understand this bloody movie. All right, I was close enough. Yeah, you, you, you're using your, your I've never been, I've never, well, I've been to London once, but I've, I, I haven't, I haven't uh, learned all of the parlance. No, no. Uh, um, so as I understand it, what we have is we have Brad and Janet, two kind of sweet Midwestern, virginal cutie pies. They've just got engaged. They're driving to see Brad's old school friend, who's like a, he, he was their teacher, but now they're mates, which probably a creepy situation. They um, met in his class. So they're getting, so when they get engaged, they're like, we're uh, going to go to Dr. Scott's because we met in his whatever uh, class. Oh, okay. Then they get a puncture and they're like, oh, fuck, like, what are we going to do? Oh, look, there's a light over at the Frankenstein place. And they go. And then they're like, these people are fucking bonkers. And Brad's like, we sh we should go. But Susan Sarandon's like, I don't know. These people seem friendly. Let's learn the time warp. Um, then Frankenfurter comes down and is like, ooh, you're all wet and shivery. Uh, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. They go up to the lab and Rocky is on the slab who, no, yes. Yes, yes. Rocky's let's on talk the about slab. Rocky. Hold on, that's great. I want to talk about Rocky. <laughs> This is like 1975, and this mm. dude is yoked out. Like he is 1% oh body fat, uh, just glistening the whole time. And I'm sitting there like, man, I think it's happening. I am turning gay. This is it. This is the <laughs> moment where I go all in. I, I didn't like his hair, though. His hair uh, creeped me out. Very but, 70s. Yeah, he had like some weird, like, I don't know, like comb over -y type deal that wasn't the, the most attractive. But I was like, this is nuts. And then I realized like this is a horror movie because some, some dark shit starts happening to him and to Eddie, of course. Uh, but yeah, tell me about tell me about Rocky Horror. What'd y'all think of that guy? Huge fan. Huge oh, fan. fan. We got one one huge fan, <laughs> one no fucking way. And I think Keisha's in. Keisha's just pretending like she's in. Um, I was just thinking if I was in a room with uh, Rocky, things might happen. So I, <laughs> I think I'm a fan. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Oh my God, this is so problematic. I can't. I don't even know if I'm gonna ask any more questions because I was gonna ask like, are you? Would you like let him be mind controlled and just do stuff? But now I just feel like this is horrible. I'm sorry. Can I tell Rocky. you a tidbit about Rocky? Um, yeah. The guy Peter who played Rocky kind of just auditioned off this on a whim because they needed like a good looking muscle guy, and mm -hmm. he didn't really know what the movie was about. And then on the first day of filming, Tim Curry came in costume, and then he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> is this <laughs> so that that look of like bewildered horror that he's got throughout is not acting like, he's just like, he's just like <laughs> what the shit is going on <laughs> like I, I thought this was like a workout what what's going on? Like, he doesn't what? really have any lines right really so like yeah Mike was like well i don't really need to read the script <laughs> oh my gosh all right well we're gonna we're gonna push forward a little bit 
in the interest of time. But I, 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 I lo- that's a great tidbit because that makes total sense to all of his reactions. The fact, I mean, I will say this though, the dude was ready to get into any outfit real quick. Like he had mm. the little string bikini thing done. That was instantaneous. Mm. He was in that for 98% of the movie. Keisha, relax. and i'm just gonna cut together all the times where keisha's literally having like some sort of fantasy about the character i'm talking about (laughs) keisha tell me what you're thinking right there what's going on leave me alone i feel attacked (laughs) (laughs) all right uh uh so, but he was just so ready to get it. He got into the heels at the end, which is the next part I want to talk about, which is the pool scene. What oh my. is the fucking happening with the pool scene? Walk me through the pool orgy. How do they get to this pool? Why are they in this pool? So Frank, um, he gets mad at everyone and turns them into statues. Classic. And then they're naked statues. So then you see yeah. like pubic hair and stuff. <laughs> I was like, look at the mound on Susan Sarandon. Look at um, the mound. Oh, no. Oh, no. There it is. Podcast over. We have just completed the show. That's the, It's been great, everyone. Thank you so much. And then he puts them on stage and he is feeling very sad and emotional because no one wants to to do him anymore. He's not like king of the castle. And then he, I don't know, has a little bit of self-discovery and he unfreezes them and they all know the number, the dance number. Which is okay with me. That's that's true to form for all musicals, right? Yeah, right. Like everybody knows... For some when reason. you're a statue, you learn dance numbers, <laughs> and then you yeah 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 like a little headset that keeps playing the routine in your head while you're a statue. Step step step. Um, <laughs> and then they all I think discover that they love themselves and their bodies and are feeling sexy. I, I'm a, are you asking me? Because I'm I'm saying yes. <laughs> Rhiannon's also like we're all like. Yeah, that tracks. That feels fine. They're yeah. like, oh, I, it turns out I like corsets. Yes. Which yeah, I, will, I, I like will that reading. I will give it up. All the men, <laughs> particularly, really looked great in their... Because it like it outlines, like, if you've got, like, a shoulder... Because it's, like, cinching you in here. It's like, boom, man, muscle, shoulders. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, the fishnets is like, ooh, calves. Thighs. Barry Boswick and butt. When he oh, lifts his leg up and he's Hello, like, Mr. Nerdy. <laughs> you're like, he can't walk in heels, but then he puts his leg up and you're like, leg for days. Yeah, I think yeah. you both I think you both said that as it was happening. Like you got you both were like, Oh my god, legs for days. Uh so so I was like, Oh, I guess that's the thing. I like it. I, like- I, I love I love a little I love a nerd. So like the fact that he's a nerd who can also wear the fuck out of a corset. Hell yeah. Yes, Mr. Yes, Brad would, would you like him to, you like the glasses with the corset? You think those two things? Like, oh yeah, there? glasses plus corset. Oh, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, mummy. <laughs> Which is something that Frank Converter says. I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, what the fuck? Oh no, or Brad says it. Somebody says like, help me mummy as one of the lines in their song. And oh, I, was I like, think you're right, yeah. Nobody's mother is here. Why are we shouting? It's when they're dancing in the corsets, he says like, help me, mommy. Yes, that's it. Why? (laughs) 
Would you want your, in that particular situation, is that a situation you want your mother helping you in, where you're in corsets and pants and fishnets and heels? I mean, I love my mum. I don't think she wants to rescue me from that particular situation, you know what I mean? My biggest nightmare would be anything that would happen in that arena, and then my mom shows up. Right? Period. If I had a little tiny Puerto Rican lady just, sh like, shaking <laughs> me with her eyeballs as I'm like excited about seeing Brad Majors' legs would be the worst case scenario for me. I once wore uh, red yeah. nail polish and my mom was like, you look like an Asian prostitute. I just had <laughs> nail polish on. So what would happen if I was wearing a corset? <laughs> oh, oh. We're gonna it's have not to Rocky Horror if your nipples ain't out. So. I know, right? Everybody. <laughs> Uh, that that's gonna be the tagline of this episode. It's not Rocky Horror if your nipples ain't out. Um, all right, I'm gonna cover a couple more things because I think we're coming to the end here of this movie. The 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 I think this was intended to be like a huge turn, but it feels just way weird. And so, tell me your thoughts on this. The whole they're actually aliens from a planet called uh, Transylvania. Transylvania. Yeah. So, <laughs> What? I mean, it's just a That's complete deus ex machina, isn't it? Like, it is just like, I don't know. <laughs> yes, they're aliens. <laughs> Yes, yes, Keisha, right? Like that's like a like an improv move where you're just like, I don't know, we're you're alien. It was a dream the whole time. <laughs> that's something like we would do at the end of our thing to like close out our narrative like improv. We're like, we got two minutes left. Uh you're an alien, you're from Transylvania. <laughs> I think what's funny is they're like, hey, we're aliens. And Frank and Freddie, your lifestyle is like too much for us. So they're like kind of conservative aliens. Yeah, they're conservative aliens. <laughs> and they're like, we're going to kill you now and then go home and not take you. Yeah, they're like the fucking alien tea party. Just like Frank and Fur, you with your... Even though they're both wearing stockings and corsets and they were like, Riff Raff was making out with his sister. He's not exactly yes. like the moral compass on on sexuality. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, no. I will say this though, Riff Raff was giving it 100% too. I really liked mm -hmm. the the like uh, hunchback, uh, like uh, what's it, what's in, what's the hunchback's name? Igor in, uh, in the old like uh, oh, in in the old Frankenstein yeah thing. so yeah. I like that he was doing like I'm a cool eagle kind of guy I like that he was going <laughs> in on that uh, I, I actually did write I was like you know what the writer was pretty solid as far as riff raff goes he was doing all right he wasn't a good singer oh no he didn't know how to close out the play because you know. What the fuck is going on right at the Maybe end? Maybe he got a little sleepy and he was just like, mm, we'll yeah, you just know, make it up. Yeah, you know, like some, <laughs> some of those rehearsals sometimes you're just like, oh God, I've just, I just, I got nothing left. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, you're an alien. You're, you're, you're a raunchy alien and you're too raunchy for us. You're dead. Bang, you're dead. Boom, you're dead. Boom, everybody's dead. <laughs> the end. Amazing. Oh, God. All right. Can well, I ask a quest a, a final yeah. question? Please do. I just wonder what every person's favorite song was. Ooh. Like, did anyone make note of what... So my favorite song is Sweet Transvestite, which I think is, like, mm. maybe too easy. But what do y'all think? Um, The I'm Going Home, is that what it's called? I don't know. But that was I was like, yes, you better, you better sing all of that. <laughs> that was definitely my favorite number. Oh, is that... is Which which one? How's that one go? Can you give me... I, just not trying to press you to do it. I just... Can you give me, like, a taste of it? Because I kind of don't remember that one. That's because it's in the, the end. The third act is when the you end. alluded. 
losing your mind. <laughs> when I was just like, when my when my uh, ears and eyes were bleeding a little bit because I was yeah. trying to understand this movie. Your uh, I can't think of the melody right now, but I know I liked it because I wrote it down and I put three stars in a bubble around it. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, that's a great question, Rhiannon. What was your, what's your uh, jam? So I think it's a toss up between uh, Hot Patootie, you know, Eddie's song, because that's just yes. a straight up bop. Like yeah. you could play that at a party and I would dance. Or <laughs> Touch a Touch a Touch a Touch Me for yes. the comedy, but like for Magenta and Columbia at the at the beginning being like, you mean she? Uh-huh, like that. Plus that's a great song to sing, ironically, of course, for me. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like it. that one. I think mine would be Eddie's as well. It felt like a real rockin' jam. You can like Lindy hop to that. That's yeah, that like it had it it had like a seventy like it that would if that wasn't if that was just on its own that would have been mm. like a meatloaf hit. I mean meatloaf just as a side note, is the consummate fucking musician, okay? Bat Out of Hell yes. is a work of art. Yes. Anybody who disparages Meatloaf in front of me is gonna catch these hands, okay? He's brilliant. <laughs> and there was a saxophone solo in that song. Oh, Keisha, right? Keisha. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, Rhiannon. Give me your ranking on the sax solo. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast. If there's a saxophone playing, it, it kind of hits a special, <laughs> special You chord. know I love the sax. Yeah. The sax gets uh, three orgies ah! and, <laughs> a, and a couple of fishnets. Oh, yes. Yes. The, and he whipped it out, too. He, you know, like, it kind of, it was like, it was like he was like very phallic-y, like pulling it out, like, bam, I got this thing. I'm with yeah, you. Like, that, that was, that, that was great. I think I, I think we should leave it there. Should we? Should we? T when you give it, uh, when we're talking about sexy saxes, I think that's that's all you need to talk about. Uh, so it's time, as we do every time, for our rankings. Keisha, give me a beat. Give me a a, a, a Rocky Horror beat. Oh, um, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> It's overwhelming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, uh, who, ah, uh, ooh, uh, It's the Frankenstein. Uh, it's the Frankenstein. It's the Rankins and the Frankens. It's the Frankenstein. Find out what you give the movie on the Frankenstein. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Oh my God, rankings time. Uh, Keisha, what do you give the Rocky Horror? See, I had, see, you asked me what my ranking was for the sex, but it's almost the same. I gave it three orgies, one corset, and a fishnet. Oh, so the song itself, and I mean, the sax solo itself, better than the movie. Yes. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. Fair. Virginia, what are your rankings? I give the Rocky Horror Picture Show um, four glossy Frankenfurter mouths and one bedazzled stiletto. Ooh, ooh, yes. yes. We didn't talk enough about the costumes because the costumes mm. were gorgeous and they were so fun. And the budget was $1,600. That's it, $1,600 for the entire budget of the movie. Oh my God. Yeah, so shout out to the stilettos. I agree fully. All right, Rhiannon, what are your rankings for the Rocky Horror? 
I am going to give the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, five of Brad's lovely glasses and four of Frankenfurter's butt. Ooh, just his butt? butt. <laughs> just his butt. It's four juicy. butts. I mean, that, that, that's got to be like the best movie of all time. You don't, how it, many, you know. Objectively, like, because it's, it's perfection lies in its imperfection, you know? It is objectively one of the great works of art of the 21st century. And uh, yeah, I love it. With a pure, like a, like a real genuine love, you know? Yes. I will give this movie 100 nip slips out of 100 <laughs> nip slips. Uh, because, because man, it is a bonkers roller coaster ride and I loved it so much. It is it is by far, I get why it's a cult classic. I get why it's in this sort of, you know, uh, other universe uh, of film where it's not necessarily, I mean, it came out two years before Star Wars. And like, if you talk about the, the quality of film between the two of the time, you obviously you can see that there's one that's much better, but that doesn't matter because this movie is just so fun and catchy and like gets into your soul a little bit, uh, gets into the marrow for me. I absolutely loved it. <clears throat> I would definitely recommend watching this movie uh, with people because it's so fun <laughs> watching this with everybody and just cracking up and be like, what is going down? And so I get why this movie has lasted like the, the test of time because you really, it, it just makes sense to keep watching this film when you want to smile, when you want to get a little randy, <laughs> when you, when you want to force your husband or significant other to, or partner or whomever to just put on some fishnets and start fucking walking because like that's all I want to see right now. Uh, it is so worth it. So yes, all of the nip slips. And with that, we close yet another chapter in theater greater than film. When we come back, we are going to do some improv based on everything we just talked about right now. It will have almost nothing to do with the movie, probably. But <laughs> that is the fun and what we try to do. So stick with us and we will be right back. Ooh, spooky Ooh. scary. <laughs> and we cut to little Judy White's sleepover. You guys, I'm really ready for my bra. <gasps> Ooh. My mom said it's just going to take a little bit longer, but I'm ready. That's a big day. Judy. That's a big day, Judy. Judy, are you sure you really want a bra? Because I was, you know, I was reading this. Um, my friend gave me um, feminist standpoint theory. And actually, I think a bra is like uh, like a symbol of oppression. Like you're saying your boobs, your, your breasts are not good enough the way that they are. And that you have to change them. And I don't think you have to change them. Your body is beautiful oh my god yes i totally agree i agree with linda so much like your boobs are your boobs and don't let the man hold your boobs down no yeah, linda you've made a really great point but all this time i really thought that once i had a bra i was like a woman a bra no, doesn't define you okay yeah. you're a woman if, if you say you're a woman okay you need a bra to be a woman yeah that's what they want you to think okay they're sitting there saying uh you need a bra and you need to be behind the the, the stove and that's the only two things that you need as a woman and we're not like that but you guys you know like when you watch a movie and like the you're making out with the guy well you're not making out but you, you see the girl making out with the guy and then he snaps her bra and that's what i'm waiting for you want to Get your yeah, placement? don't you? <laughs> but if you're like, if you're wanting to make out with a guy, then if you already don't have a bra, then your nipples are already there, you know? 
it's all ready. There's no extra layer to get through. I guess you have a point. I just felt like it would be like an extra element of surprise. Wait, are you saying that you want Billy to snap your bra? Oh my gosh, I didn't even know I was talking about Billy. Oh my god. <laughs> I knew it. I saw you I saw you talking and you were like kept looking at his bulge and you're like I was like look up that's so gross oh my gosh that's so embarrassing I can't believe you saw me looking at his bulge I mean but he has a nice bulge though yeah he has a great bulge but still you shouldn't just be like constantly staring down at a boy that's so gross well guys do it all the time so I don't think it's that big of a deal that is very true. We've been being objectified for thousands of years. So if we want to look at somebody's bulge, then we can look at their fucking bulge, okay? That's right. Chartreuse. That's Judy! Sweetie! Oh my gosh. Mom? Can I, yeah, can I come in? Um, uh, um, not right now. What do you want? Well, you're having a sleepover, so I brought you some movies and Diet Cokes and um, some uh, honeydew melon. Do you want me to just leave it outside the, the door? That's fine, Mom. Thanks. Oh, my God. Okay. Your mom's such a bee. Wait, whoa, whoa. Only I can call my mom a bee. <laughs> okay, That's sorry, really I'm... rude, Chartreuse. You can't say that about somebody else's mom. Okay, well, I'm just upset, okay? Because it's all this bra talk and all this boob talk. And you know I can't wear a bra because of my hairy chest, okay? And I'm just furious that everybody else is like, oh, blah, 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 my bras and talking to Billy. And I'm terrified to even take my own shirt off because of the hairiness. You can wear a bra if you want to. There's no reason why you should not show your hairy chest. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, well, I bet you... Lance won't. Well, screw Lance. Lance probably... Lance is a big jerk, okay? You can do better than fucking Lance. Well, I don't even know how to fuck Lance, so I don't, I don't know if I can do better than that. Oh my gosh. Are you saying you're a virgin? <gasps> Maybe. Are you virgin? Oh. I thought we were all virgins. <laughs> Linda, are you... Are you you're not... Judy! Judy! What? That's not nice, all right? I'm sorry. I shouldn't even say anything. It's okay. It's okay. Like, technically, I guess I'm still a virgin, except for that. What do you mean, what? technically? Well, there was, like, this one time when I was, like, in the sixth grade, and this boy asked if he could, like, put his hand on my skirt, but I said, like, sure, but... Like, that's kind of like not being a virgin, right? No. Well, okay. But virginity is just a societal construct, first of all. Okay? You're, you are not defined by some guy's dick. But second of all, no. Somebody putting their hands in your pants is not is not going to change if you're a virgin or not. Okay? Because, yeah. like... It doesn't matter how many dicks go in your body. You're not a virgin based solely on that. Wow. My whole life has been a lie. Linda, where did you get so much wisdom? Well, you know, my mom teaches gender theory and, you know, I I read a lot and, you know, I, I read the news and I keep up with, with you know, Feminist Monthly. <laughs> so I do a lot of reading. It's well read. That's well read. Yeah. You guys are the best. For, for a 14 year old, you're really well read. Well, I just, you know, I I just, I really like to read. You know, I read every night before I go to bed. It helps me sleep. Oh, I wish I could sleep. Well, guys, what are we going to watch? Oh, I guess I should grab the movies that my mom left. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is this gender neutrals in space? Oh, my gosh. What? Isn't that new movie? 
My I mom picked this out? I thought that was a pornographic movie. Maybe I love your mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let's hurry up and watch it before she comes back. Oh my God, yeah, I can't wait. I've got my pillow. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Damn it, you guys stole the pillows. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with female masturbation, okay? It's a perfectly natural part of life. Linda, did you read that in one of your books? Actually, my mom told me that. My God, your mom's amazing. My mom is really cool. Next slumber party, we should be at your house. Yeah, we should go to your house. Yeah, we just have to make sure mom doesn't have any clients over. (gasps) What does your mom do? What did she's, a, she's a sex therapist. Oh, okay. And what? she teaches gender theory at a university. Sorry, I, I got distracted when you said clients for a second. I thought it was something else. No, I'm talking about, you know, people with sexual hangups and issues and maybe sometimes couples and occasionally, you know, guys that are sex addicts and stuff. But not for, she doesn't have sex with them. She therapizes them. See, this is why my mom doesn't let me over your house it's so confusing she always my says mom would still let me come over linda yeah your mom seems real progressive i mean chartreuse your mom maybe seems like she's a little bit you know sexually repressed uh and she's uncomfortable with you blossoming so you know because she feels her womanhood is threatened i think we cut to we cut to dinner at chartreuse's uh house with her mom <laughs> So last night I was, uh, you know, I stayed over at Judy's house and uh, Linda was there and she was telling me stuff. Did you say Linda? Yeah. She's like my best friend, mom. You know how I feel about that girl, Chartreuse. You don't. She's not a good influence on you. she's, She's just keeping it real and telling me the truth and telling me more than you are, mom. How dare you you speak to me this way? Your father would have a fit. Yeah, well, he's not here, is he? He's gone. He left us all alone. And he left me with you, you monster. You know what? No more MTV. No more. No more cellular devices. You go to your room and no more slumber parties for you. And you you will no longer be friends with that little Miss Linda. I want... Mom, that's ridiculous. She's amazing and she's my best friend and she's showing me so many things. We shared a pillow last night. She's gonna grow up to be a whore and you will too if you hang out with her. Now go to your room. I hate you so much, Mom. I hate you and I hate everything. And I just want, I want my friends and I want to wear bras. You won't even let me wear any bras. <laughs> Get to your room and we will not talk about this anymore. You'll never have a brawl and you'll never have a man. <laughs> We cut to we cut to Chartreuse in the bedroom. I'm just so sick of her. She just doesn't understand. I just want to be free. I want to be sexually awakened. I want to be something different. Hey, down here, Chartreuse. Down here in your bag. Yeah. What? Is, what? Who are hey, you? Hey. Uh, I'm I'm your new friend. Oh my God! Is this is this what I think it is? Is this a dildo? You can name me whatever you want. Can I call you Janet? Janet's a perfect name. You're you're real aggressive for uh, a purple dildo. I've been unused for a very long time. Oh my God! Well, just uh, just uh, pick me up. Just pick me up. Just hold me in your hand. 
Oh, you, you turned on right away. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. I don't know. Feels real good. Oh, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling uncomfortable a little bit. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Your friend Judy put a video in here about some gender-neutral aliens. Maybe pop that in the VCR and and just put me down and and come back to me when you're ready. Uh, we, we we watched that like seven times last night too. I definitely love space a lot more than I did before. Pay attention to the other stuff outside of space and stars and planets. There's there's other information you can take from it. You got this, Chartreuse. You got this. I'll watch, but I'm real nervous. Uh, Go ahead and pop it in. I've never watched anything like this by myself, all on my own. (laughs) We cut to the opening number of Gender Neutrals in Space. Well, hello there. How are you doing? How are you feeling tonight? Well, sir, I I I I got lost from my space station. We we blew a gasket on on the rear side, and and I just came over here to see if I could find some shelter for the night. Oh, you've come to the right place. There is nothing but shelter here. A little safety in numbers, perhaps. You are very unnerving, sir. Yes, but in a sort of hyper-attractive way, right? True, I am starting to feel things I don't think I've felt before. It's my alien magnetism. Oh, I do feel very drawn towards you physically. That's because I have actual magnets for an outfit. Oh, and, and I am a life form that is based on iron, so... I can see why that would work. What an unusual coincidence. Very. (laughs) Come to my lair. Um, Come dance with me. Dance with me all the way to the lair. Shall we? Okay. Let's do it. We cut back to Chartreuse (laughs) in her bedroom. Oh my God. I love magnets so much. (sighs) Okay, Janet. Here we go. (laughs) We cut downstairs to Chartreuse's mom. Mm, What is that girl doing? I'll let her live. Who I should call Jared. (laughs) Hello, Jared. Hi. Yo, 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 what's up, sexy mama? <laughs> oh, you, you, you flatter me. <laughs> um, how, how are you doing tonight? All the better from hearing from you, sugar. <laughs> oh, Jared, stop. <laughs> um, you, you once asked if I would go out with you. Um, is that still on the table? Oh, I thought you was playing hard to get, girl, but you're going to come out with me now? Yeah, baby. Um, with one condition, um, that you, um, you pick me up and we, um, have a, a little chat. Oh, a little chat. What do you want to, what do you want to chat about, baby? Too many questions. It's a surprise. 
Oh, I like a surprise, sugar. I'll come pick you up at nine o'clock tonight. You're going to surprise me all you like, baby. Peace soon, Jared. Bye, sugar. <laughs> we cut back to uh, the movie, <laughs> Gender Neutral in Space. Uh, <laughs> this is a scene two of Gender Neutral in Space. Oh my, I, I never knew I could feel things like that. You've, you've made me feel alive again. Well, as Professor Dictator has always said, you must follow my lead to find the new ground. Well, I certainly think you found new ground tonight. <laughs> you flatter me, darling. Are we talking the same language? I'm new to this, this whole human embodiment. It's quite restrictive, but I don't mind it. It's like a corset wrapped around my entire body. What, what, what do you, what do you mean, new to human embodiment? What, what do you, what do you normally look like? Ooh. Ooh. I'm a ghost and it doesn't really make sense, but Professor, you are too sexual. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that it could be too sexual. Again, just trying out this new form. Wasn't sure what how to behave with it. Wasn't sure what to put on either. Uh, pardon me, I've just got all these fishnets everywhere. Might as well try these ones. You, you put on a corset and some glasses and all of a sudden you forget why we're here. Why are you here, Professor? I'm here to search your body to learn all about the human ways. Well, I, I don't know that there's much more of my body that you could search. Yeah, that is true. We have been excavating a bunch and learning a lot. We cut back you... to Chartreuse <laughs> and Janet. <sighs> this, is, uh, this is getting really intense again. I, I feel like... Um, I feel like maybe we should take a break. That, that's totally fine. Maybe uh, drink some water. Oh, maybe drink some water. <laughs> and um, uh, it's been a my battery's going low, and so <laughs> my voice is getting weird. Um, <laughs> Are you the ghost from the movie we're watching? Uh, no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, you know what? Turn me off, take a water break, walk around. Um, think about what you saw on that screen. Think about all of it, and it'll help you to grow into an adult who's 15. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna relax for a second. Oh, God. Is it warmer? We got to Linda and her mom having a chat. Yeah, mom, I'm just really worried about Chartreuse. You know, her mom is real mean to her. And I think she's putting a lot of, you know, negative feelings and kind of shame around sex onto her. What do you think we should do about that? Mom, are you even listening to me? I'm sorry, dear. I was in my books. I was in my books. Well, well please ask me again. 
you know my friend Chartreuse. Yes, yes. She's like really kind of sexually repressed. She's a bit shy. She's not the girl with the prude mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think her prude oh. mother is being extra prudish, and it, it, I think it's damaging Chartreuse's, uh, you know, experience of her own body. And I think we should do something, but I don't know what to do because I am also only fifteen. Well, um, maybe. Oh no, she won't let her come over here. No. Have you talked to her about, you know, masturbation? I did a bit. I said, you know, it's it's a totally normal thing for women to do. Um, but then I haven't seen her for a while because her mom won't let her come to any of our sleepovers anymore. Maybe you should give her a call. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot we had phones. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call her and see, see how she's doing. Okay, I'm, I'm going to call her now. It's ringing. <sighs> Hi, Linda. How, how are you? Oh, hey. How are you doing? Oh, good. I'm just exhausted. It's been quite the day. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I, I, well, I found the movie you left in my bag after the sleepover. You did? I did. And, oh, doctor. Oh. Doctor Dictator. I mean, Professor Dictator. Oh, my God. Isn't he amazing? He's something I've never, never seen a man like that. Just... All legs, you know? Yeah. So did you... Basically, all legs and, and just a face. Yeah. The two best bits of a guy. <laughs> yeah? Is that... Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> so... I agree, I agree with you fully, Linda. What did you do while you watched the film? Okay, I don't... What are you saying? I don't know if I, if I should tell you this, but I made a friend. <gasps> what kind of friend? Well, she's purple. Okay. She's fully purple, and uh, it's a dildo. <gasps> oh my god! Did you use it? It's a dildo that vibrates. So a vibrator. <gasps> Is that the other word for it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a dildo that vibrates, and I used it. I <gasps> used it. Oh my god! I'm so proud of you. I know. I was. Just, uh, God, there's just all of the dance numbers and all of the corsets and all oh of the... Oh, my God. The, the I know. I, I'm still out of breath. I'm still winded a little bit. It's just so much. It's so much. And, I mean, the dildo just doesn't stop. I know. They're so good, right? They're really good. It was really good. Well, you'll uh, have I, to hide it because I bet your mom will kill you if she finds it. I don't fucking care about her. I don't care. This is my awakening. This is my freedom. Yeah. I care less. My nipples are out and I am feeling like a new woman. Yes, I'm so proud of you. I'm not going to be afraid anymore. I'm going to go tell all of those loser dudes at school that they could suck my dick. Yeah. I don't I don't have one, but Yeah, agreed. <laughs> it's me it's, metaf it's metaphorical. I'm so proud of you, honey. Linda, yeah. you're the greatest. You are. You, honestly, you saved me. I feel strong. I feel like I should read books. You should read books. Okay, I will. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go. I love you. I love you too. I'm going to go hang out with Janet a little bit more. I feel yeah. like we haven't really bonded fully totally okay. yet. So I'm going to go hang out with her for a few more hours. But I love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow in school. Bye. 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 We cut. To it was all good. <laughs> Oh, mom, you're back reading your books again. Okay, no worries. <laughs> like, it, it was all good. Oh, Chartreuse is fine. Oh, that's lovely, dear. I'm so happy.
We cut to Judy, Chartreuse, and Linda sitting in the cafeteria of the high school. Look brand new, Chartreuse. I'm still a little out of breath. It was a long weekend with me and just me and Janet. The whole my new weekend? Friend. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was there the whole weekend. I was, I needed, I needed to, to spend just a week. I haven't done any homework or anything. I think Mr. Johnson's going to kill us, kill me. Well, wow. I'll let you copy my homework for today, but. By the way, I brought Janet. Do you want to? What? <laughs> you brought Janet to school? I can't be without her. I mean, you can't use her in lessons, you know? I mean, I know I said that masturbation is normal, but you do at least need to be in a private space when you do it. Fuck you and your barriers, okay? I'm a real woman now, and I can do whatever I want. Okay, wow. Okay, you have have really changed in the space of a weekend. (laughs) Trust truth, I'm sorry. I'm just baffled. (laughs) How did you handle your mom? Hasn't your mom gone freaking wild over this? She's been with some dude named Gerald or Jerry or something for like two days anyway. She's, I don't care, honestly. Oh I, yeah, it's, it's, it's called uh, a, an awakening for a reason. And I'm, my eyes are wide open. Everything is open. Good. Well, I'm really glad for you that you found yourself. It was because of you, Linda and Judy. It was both of you. You, we shared a pillow together. And then ever since that moment, I knew I needed to do something different. And that's why my best friend ever in the universe, ever in the whole entire world, Janet, is going to be with me wherever I go. Cool. Hey, Chartreuse, I think this is really dangerous. And maybe you should uh, leave me at home in a drawer like a normal person. Yeah, I think there's a possibility that you're asking for trouble uh, with, with Carrie. I mean, Janet seems great, um, but like maybe she's like an at-home friend. You know what I mean? Like just think of someone where to find Janet. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. There's just so much happening. It's so much happening from Friday when we hung out and to Monday in this moment right now. And you're right. You're right. I overdid it. That's okay. That's okay. We're only 15. We're testing boundaries, as my mom would say. (laughs) We are are very self-aware of our age, particularly (laughs) as many 15-year-olds constantly say at all times, their own age. And I'm I'm learning from you, and I appreciate it. I, I I really do. I really do. God, but Janet, oh my God, what a day! Well, maybe maybe you could bring her to our next sleepover, though. And maybe by then I'll have like my own, and I can name her something cool like magenta. Yeah. Oh my God, Linda, what are we, what are you gonna name yours? Uh, I don't know. Maybe um maybe like a guy's name. Maybe I'll call it Brad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Brad, Janet, and Magenta, let's do it this weekend. Let's watch Gender Neutrals in Space Part 2. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. All right. And that is it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, no. That was so great. I'm that legit sweaty from that. I'm like a little extra warm. I loved it. Over. My oh. face hurts from smiling and laughing. <laughs> Oh my god. Keisha, you do the best mom voice I've ever heard. Yeah. Yes. It is Thank so you. authoritative. It's so good. Go to oh your That was fun. Uh, All right. Final thoughts. Rocky horror. 
I feel we really took on board the message. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, if, if, if you don't just dream it, be it. You know, yeah. we are it today. Okay. Oh, Lord. Those oh, are my thoughts. All right. Janet, you got any last thoughts, Janet? It's exhausting being Chartreuse's vibrator. <laughs> what a weekend. It was her That's first a full-time job. You got a, a lot of stuff picked up there. Oh my God, Keisha, oh, what are man. your thoughts? Last final, final uh, moment. This was um. I feel like I haven't laughed this hard in a little bit. <laughs> this was great. <laughs> this was ridiculous. I, oh my God. First off, let me thank so much, uh, Rhiannon Jenkins, for coming and being a part of this show, being a part of this episode. It means so much to have so many people joining in and hanging out. There is so much effort that goes into actually doing this, so I really appreciate when a guest is willing to watch a movie for X amount of hours and then, you know, do this improv thing and talk about the movie for X amount of hours. And especially since you're in the UK across the pond, you're doing it at some god awful hour to mm -hmm. accommodate us lazy Americans who will not. Uh, <laughs> do this at any other time than the time we want to do so i cannot thank you enough seriously thank you once again no um, thanks for having me it's been so much fun and i mean you know i'm used to american imperialism so we good the battle is still there even, you know 200 years 300 years later we're still battling uh i uh want to also thank my wonderful partners in crime virginia gebby and keisha mills for just being amazing and having so much fun all the time and making me cry with laughter every time we do this sort of thing please subscribe to our podcast on itunes check us out on spotify and do all of the fun things where you can connect with us you can find us on facebook at theater greater than film tgtf show at uh on instagram and twitter and other things i'm pretty sure it's all tgtf all the time uh, until a later time in which we watch... What's the next movie? Do we know what the next movie is? Sister? No Children of the Corn! Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> until we watch Children of the Corn. That's right. We're going to watch Children of the Corn nice. with Bala Vishwanathan, who is oh. a an amazing improviser uh, from Bangalore, India. So that's going to be really interesting, too. We're also forcing her to watch it at like 3 in the morning or some weird time because we are horrible. Uh, I can't say enough that I love all of the people that I'm looking at on the screen right now and I'm talking to every day. Until next time. Bye. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Virginia. Oh, no, you go. You're the host. <laughs>